Welcome to the Peak Performance Greatness Show. I'm Christopher Dedian, founder and CEO of Dedian Enterprises, Inc. We are committed to optimize people's performance with tools such as peak performance speaking, coaching, and consulting programs for a worldwide international community. We believe that the only difference between where you are and where you want to be is acquiring the knowledge you need and consistently utilizing that knowledge to become a peak performing individual in every area of your life. Stick around until the end of the show where we will reveal how you can become the next guest on the fastest growing inspirational educational podcast on the planet in 20 to 30 minutes. Let's go. Good evening, good evening, good evening. So, Yanni, correct? You got it. All right. So I need you guys to go check out his website. Yanni, can you give us a a little shout out of what that website is, if you don't mind? Yeah, so our website is imaware.health, www.imaware.health, I-M-A-W-A-R-E.health. All right. And if you're wondering how to get in contact with him, you can contact him at J-A-N-I at I'm aware, I-M-A-W-A-R-E dot health. All right. So tell me about yourself, man. Who are you? Where are you from? I mean, just let's hit the basics. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thanks again for having me. I'm excited to be here. So I'm uh, I'm a guy who just grew up in a small town in Canada and, uh, you know, probably like many people, had uh, a family member fall sick. And it was that experience of, uh, of, you know, working with the doctors and hearing every day about how, you know, they didn't see this coming and, you know, he seemed healthy all up until the last day. Um, it just made me think that there's got to be a better way. And, and so ultimately the doctor saved his life. And he, you know, after a year of being in, in and around hospitals, got back to normal. But uh, that kind of left me thinking, well, how can we help people just avoid the hospital in the first case? So, I got uh, got lucky to meet a doctor who was starting to work on, you know, measuring blood from your fingertip. And that started allowing us the chance to build screening tests. Um, so imagine you could drop a few drops of blood from your fingertip and then send that back to a lab. And it would tell you if you were developing these conditions way before the symptoms would actually even demonstrate that. So that was uh, kind of how it all happened. And then, you know, kind of overnight when I saw this lab test work, um, I just quit my day job and said, I got to go and start a company to do this. Mm-hmm. And so we've been building out these tests for people for over almost four years now, uh, helping people, you know, test for conditions at home and go to their doctor sooner. Wow. That is courageous that you just jumped off, jump off the ledge and said, let's go. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. I like it. So how do you see yourself as a peak performer in your area of expertise dealing with this? Or do you want me to rephrase? Yeah, I mean, so (laughs) let's try that one again. That's a tough one. Yeah. Okay. So in other words, take me through a typical day that helps you to perform at your peak. Yeah. So imagine that you've got, you know, patients and customers calling you who are, uh, you know, sick or have been sick for a long time. They're kind of anxious. They really want to get you to help them, but sometimes they get really pissed at you or angry at you because you, you're you're not the person who caused the angst, but you're the one who can help them. And so they want the best of you. So, you know, I wake up every morning knowing that ultimately what I'm doing is helping people. So no matter what, you know, kind of comes across my plate that day, it could be, you know, an angry customer, a really happy customer, 
someone who's, you know, calling to cry about their results because they're scared about them. But ultimately, what we're doing is helping people. And, you know, so with that mindset, it all starts there. Morning is about knowing that I'm helping people and the rest falls in place. Um, so everything from how I hire people uh, into the company is about bringing people on board who share that desire to want to help and be empathetic. And most of everybody who's been on the I'm More team has actually come from some history of also dealing with some health issues, whether themselves or family members. So kind of, again, that morning mindset of just empathy and, and helping a patient sets everything else in play. And then after that, um, I got to tell you, the best thing I can do is uh, drown out noise. There's just so much noise out there, you know, whether it's, you know, the news about whatever is going on politics or, or whatever else, um, you know, we, we're picking our mission and, and that's what we're working on is, is making sure people have access to affordable health care that can help save their lives. And, and that's all I focus on right now. So in some weird ways, I, I couldn't tell you, you know, what's the latest going on with Dogecoin or, you know, anything else, but, uh, but, but I'm, I'm here all in on healthcare right now. So yeah, cutting out the noise just really helps you stay focused through the day. So I hear you pretty much, it sounds like you have a deep rooted thing of helping people. So is this how you've always been? I think so. You know, I didn't realize that until I got into this, but my mom was an ER nurse and, you know, I just grew up around somebody who was always helping, you know, somebody every day she'd come home from work and it would just be hearing about these stories about that. And, and then my dad was in construction and, you know, he'd be building things that basically would help people have homes or schools to, you know, go to and stuff like that. So just seeing the benefit of building something that helps people, I guess I, I kind of was lucky to be surrounded by that growing up and then, you know, went and did my thing in technology. And yeah, only when I started this company did I realize just how much I love helping people. So so what would you say are the difficulties going through this? Because especially like you you just said, you just kind of said, oh, well, I want to do this. So that had to be challenging. So can you just take us through what and how that process kind of was for you going through it? Yeah. So and for anybody who wants to do anything in healthcare, uh, it seems like it's, you know, like, hey, I'm doing this. Uh, it's not like there was a playbook out there about how to build a healthcare startup. Um, but the best people that are there to help you are are your patients and your doctors. So I started just speaking to a lot of patients, people like me who are just like, hey, did you go through something you know, really tough with your health? How did you solve it? What did you feel about it? I learned a lot from just talking to people like myself. And then I reached out to probably like 500 doctors and, you know, hundreds of them were just like, not interested in helping, you know, this isn't, this isn't the way to practice medicine. You know, they, they didn't really like it, but there was, you know, a good 50 of them, 10% of them were like, this feels like it's the future. If a patient knew they were going to get sick and they came to me earlier, why wouldn't I want to see them? So I found those right doctors who had the kind of that really good mindset. And I just started learning as much as I can, I could. Hmm. So yeah, it was definitely slow in the beginning. That's for sure. Um, Took a lot of took a lot of hours and work just to learn about it, and then you got the federal government and regulatory bodies and FDA, and and so yeah, I just had to learn learn a lot and surround myself with a lot of smart people who knew a lot of these things. So, how does that affect like your daily life dealing with you wanting to help people and dealing with like the politics that surround it? That's a that's a great question because you're right. You can't just go and say I'm going to help somebody, and then you know you, you got to really actually do it very much by the book. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's where, again, like uh, getting some doctors who wanted to jump in. A lot of people help me for free. Like when you tell somebody that you want to help somebody and they're like, hey, I don't know if I can help you directly, but by the way, here's some legal advice for free or here's some medical advice for free. It was surprising that when I put myself out there, how many people just wanted to help me and be like, hey, talk to this person or avoid this thing or don't you ever do that. You'll be you know, behind bars. Um, oh, okay. You know, a, a lot of people just wanted to come and help. So I kind of learned that people want to help people, especially when you have something that you're doing that can help a lot of people. So, yeah, it was surprising how much outreach I got as I was building this thing up. All right. So can you tell us like maybe some stories about how that process was with trying to like connect with doctors and trying to get this off the ground? Because I'm just really curious of, like you said, it was difficult with the startup. So I just want to be in the day and the life of you and your process then. And then how is it going now? Yep. Imagine, you know, you're hitting up things like LinkedIn websites for all these doctors that do screening for heart disease and diabetes. And, and I'm calling them and I'm getting there, you know, receptionist. And then, you know, I could hear one doctor in the background was like, oh, I don't want to talk to them, you know, just cool. tell them I'm not here. I'm like, okay, fine. So I got a lot of no's, right? Like probably 95% no's. And I just kept calling. And eventually I met some pretty amazing doctors, you know, who were like, Hey, why don't, why don't we meet for coffee? Uh, why don't we do a, a zoom call? I was doing zoom calls before they were cool two years ago, three years ago. Um, and they just started listening. And I kind of finally got that first doctor who's like, all right, you should talk to, you know, my friends. And then I realized, you know, there's a bit of a network there. So then I started talking to those doctors and then they said, Hey, why don't you go talk to this, you know, guy or gal. And it started to snowball from there. But that first one probably took like a hundred no's before that first yes came. And yeah, it was just like reaching out, reaching out, reaching out. So my day was just like cold calling in the very, very early days. Okay. So how was yeah. it now? And now, um, so we've got our website. If you go check it out, we've got lots of, you know, patient stories and doctor stories on there, a really big blog. Um, people find us. I get letters from partners, doctors, patients who are just like, hey, can we work with you? Um, hey, we, I run this kind of business. Could we work together? Um, I've got, you know, VPs and HR leaders and benefit people just being like, Hey, can we run iMore at our company? So it's kind of like 180, uh, four years later now where people are finding us. Mm. So it's pretty, pretty lucky that, that way that, you know, that, that hard work in the beginning is starting to pay off. Hey, that's what it is, right? Got to put in the work. Yeah. Yeah. So what are some of you would say the greatest successes in your life? But I also want to know the opposite end. What would you say is the worst like point to where maybe you felt as if you wanted to quit and you were just like, oh, I'm so done with this. Like, I'd like to know both sides if you don't mind. Yeah. Uh, Well, I got to tell you one story. It was COVID did both. Um, We started offering COVID testing in March of last year. And so we were one of the first companies to, to offer COVID testing for people. And across Texas, we focused on uh, elderly and disabled people and people who didn't have access to public testing sites because mm-hmm. they were either, you know, potentially scared or unable to get to them. And so that just, again, was probably some of the most fulfilling work we did. We went to, you know, some apartment complexes where people couldn't afford COVID tests and we just set up shop um, outside and started offering free COVID tests alongside the city of Houston. Um 
And so that was just one of those like amazing moments that we were doing something for, for the community across the city of Houston, the state of Texas. Um, and then, you know, that kind of ballooned into helping essential energy sector workers. And all of a sudden we're helping keep the lights on in the state because we're helping energy sector workers go to work every day. Cause they were told they got to go to work. You're essential. Right. Yeah. So probably one of the most awesome moments to be part of the story, helping COVID in the small way that we could uh, while some of the bigger labs were taking care of the majority of people. And then it was COVID again, 10 months later, you know, it's got no end in sight. You know, we got cases blowing up in the fall um, in Austin alone. You know, there were days where it was thousands and thousands of people, like tens of thousands of people testing positive, And there just didn't seem to be an end in sight. You know, no vaccine yet. All these like crazy variants you were hearing, this London variant, it's whatever it was. And it just didn't seem like there was any light at the end of the tunnel. And we've been doing this for seven days a week for months and months and months and months. And it's just like, you know, we're helping people, but it's like, like, what can we do to get out of this? It just felt like it was never going to end. So there were days there where, you know, was absolutely just worn out. The team was worn out and, you know, we were hiring, we tripled the size of our team and still it wasn't enough. Right. Just like, and so it kind of just, then one day it's like the sun came out and, uh, and COVID cases started going down, um, heading into, you know, the holiday break in December. But there were days there where it's just like, you know, everyone was exhausted, didn't know what to do. And we just hung together like a team and, and we just pushed through with like empty gas tanks and, you know, lots of Uber eats and <laughs> we just did what we had to do. Okay. And so I, I want to backtrack to, uh, I am where, right. Dot health. I want to yeah. understand. So with you taking blood and being able to find out before you even get it, like, what are you pretty much at risk of getting? Do you guys provide like resources for good doctors that can help out with those diagnoses or like other things? Like what, what happens after you find out and you get the diagnosis of what you're close to having or whatever the case may be? Yeah. So for a lot of people, um, they might, one of the most common stories we hear is my doctor won't test me for this. So, so they've got a doctor, but this doctor won't order the test for them, whether it's for something like celiac disease, you know, where you can't eat gluten or, or, you know, your family had your, maybe your dad had a heart attack and, but you're not getting like the right information to feel confident that, you know, the son won't have a heart attack. So they run the test and then they take this printout or, you know, the, the results and they go back to their doctor and they're like, see, I told you I do have this problem. And so one of the number one ways we've helped people is they go back to that same doctor who's like, oh, wow, you know, I, I you know, they literally are like, I'm sorry, let's, let's take this seriously. I, I didn't really even think about celiac disease or rheumatoid arthritis. And so that's what a lot of patients do. Another bunch of patients we have don't have a doctor. And so with our telemedicine network, we can help them get a doctor, find a doctor, and then actually get healthcare. Um, so that that works out for a bunch of people as well. And and then for some of the bigger companies that we do some work for, um, they've got lots of doctors and nurses at the company. Mm-hmm. And so the, it's the company taking care of their employees. So the company is doing a really good thing, you know, providing benefits for their employees. Um, and, and so then they help take care of those, those people through benefits and things like that. Wow, you were definitely a superhero in the health industry. That's what I'm hearing. <laughs> well, that's insane. Well, <laughs> my thing, man. Thank you. That was really, yeah. Uh, I just we're we're doing what we can. Um, 
and it's crazy to think about it, you know, uh, with 330 million people in the US, um, there's tens of millions of people don't even have insurance. So, you know, if there's a way we can even help those people, it's, you know, we're trying every day to think of ways to bring healthcare to probably the people who need it the most. Okay. So, yeah, that's, I feel like that's the biggest thing. So, so in your aspect of what you do, what is, what is the best way to get in contact with you and try to set this up or try to just, I mean, if I'm just trying to better myself, like what, what should I do? What steps should I take? You know, we got, we put a lot of our medically validated information, things that you might not be able to get from your doctor. We put it all online. Um, so we've got hundreds of pieces of articles and content written by doctors that are free. And so if you want to read about maybe why you can't sleep at night or why you're maybe having trouble, you know, losing those last five pounds or why you've got heart murmurs or, you know, maybe your your hormones are out of, out of whack a little bit. All of that information is online for free. And we share that with everybody. Um, you don't have to buy a test to get access to that. And it's medically reviewed by third-party doctors who are like the best in their field. So go to imore.health and just read and learn. Uh, we want everybody to just get more educated. And lots of times people don't even have to take a test to be like, hey, this, you know, let me make this minor adjustment in my life. And people write back and say, wow, just, you know, your little bit of medical advice there was so helpful. So thank you for that. So I think everybody should go and read our website and just, you know, see if there's something you can learn from that without even having to take a test. Wow, that is amazing, Yanni. I mean, <laughs> I, I just don't know what to say because it's just like something that you've like, I didn't even know existed to where you can be able to literally see that. And I'm pretty sure millions and millions of other people didn't know that you just have to, um, you think that you have to wait until something happens for you to do something. But for this to be a proactive like resource, I feel like it's something that everybody needs to know about and more people need to know about it to help them in the future, you know? Yeah. Well, this is the first blog I ever wrote was called healthcare versus sick care. Mm-hmm. And everyone, we've all been trained to practice sick care, right? We avoid the doctor like the plague. But then when I'm in real pain or something's hurting or something doesn't feel right, well, then I go back to the doctor and, and then they, they fix me. So I get sick care, right? I'm, but mm-hmm. healthcare means staying healthy and, you know, avoiding the hospital in the first place. So um, for all of us, you know, it's kind of rewiring ourselves to think about maintaining our health, not, you know, getting sick and then getting fixed, right? All right. I have one more question for you. Just, just yeah. one more question. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, Not at all. It's been great. <laughs> well, I'm glad. So I want to know, do you guys provide like ways to stay healthy? Like, you know, different ways that you should eat certain diets or, you know, exercise or certain things that could maybe give you a jump start into maybe a new lifestyle or maybe an existing lifestyle, like things like that. So we got a lot of good art that might not be oh did i lose you oh there you are hey so our website again has a lot of different medically reviewed pieces of content that can help understand and promote in you education around diet lifestyle exercise sleep how it can help you reset you know your hormone balances which make you feel better which then if you do a little bit better eating and, you know, look at certain foods to avoid, uh, we've got an article, I think that's uh, 10 foods to avoid if, if you have prostate cancer history in your family. Um, 
you know, lots of articles like that, where it's just like, again, that knowledge, we want everyone to have it so that you make healthier decisions. Uh, I would start there. And then we're, uh, we're looking to form a partnership uh, later this summer that I think a lot of people will hear about and be super excited about, but it's with, um, it's basically with a, a digital based uh, workout and, and healthcare community that has millions of people taking, you know, kind of that diet and exercise to the next level and totally turning around their healthcare. So that partnership with them is going to now allow everybody to get smart around health and then potentially get into everything from lifestyle changes, exercise regimes, community, you know, to push you to be the better version of yourself. So really excited to uh, work together with that company to bring that to market in July. Wow. Well, that definitely answered my question. <laughs> so Yanni, yeah. I said it correctly this time, correct? Yeah. Nailed it. Yeah. All right. All right. I need everyone to go check out his website because this man is full of information. www. I am aware, aware. So it's www.aware.health. Okay. Hope y'all got that. I'll repeat it again. www.aware.health. Check out the website. And if you want to just talk to Yanni, you just want to say hi. Yanni starts with a J. It's J A N I at I am aware.health. I appreciate your time, Yanni. Likewise. It was a pleasure being here. Thanks a lot. Christopher Devian here. Thank you so much for listening to the Peak Performance Greatness Show. If you're a successful entrepreneur or entrepreneur who would like to be on this program, please visit our website at peakperformancegreatness.com. If you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot of your phone, text it to a friend, or post it on the socials. If you know somebody that could be a great guest, please tag them on social media to let them know about this program. And don't forget to include the hashtag Peak Performance Greatness. I love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. We regularly put out new episodes and content. To make sure that you don't miss any episode, go ahead and click that subscribe button. Your thumbs up, rating, and review go a long way to help us promote this show, and it would mean a lot to me as well as my team. You want to know more? Go ahead and visit our website at peakperformancegreatness.com or follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, or my YouTube channel at Christopher Didier. Thank you for listening. We will see you next time. Have a blessed and grateful day.